Chris, what's up? I'm just cracking some coldies. It's 8.45 in the morning. <laughs> Thursday, Hawaiian time. I stopped caring about life. I figured you had given up. I kind of get that feeling from your text messages, but what are you what are you drinking? Are you are you cracking a a do they have IPAs in Hawaii or is that mainland only? Sadly, they have a lot of IPAs here. It's fucking bullshit. The only the only beer they ha- you know, let's get into it. You know, the destruction of the middle <laughs> class. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay the destruction of the middle class it's a parallel mirror vision with the destruction of middle beer the only thing we have now is some fucked up coffee stout ipa nasty ass peanut butter horse shit or just like lemon watermelon kiwi hard seltzer there's no the death you know the the anti-regular beer movement is is bullshit so i'm over here in hawaii i'm drinking a sapporo a clean crisp japanese beer supporting my um aapi bio poc logger and of pilsner enthusiasts so so what you're saying is that the the middle class beer has been erased and you as a working class uh you know valor stealer island local you're feeling some type of way about that and you've been forced to purchase a a foreign beer you can't even support domestics <laughs> no 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 sapporo like for for me you know i love a, just a classic sapporo beer just oh i crisp, know clean I know. drinkable it's uh, you've seen me enjoy this this uh mm-hmm. beverage many times but more so just like there it's it's like the parallel of like the classic or trash like everything has to either be just polarizingly one way or another you can't just have normal stuff anymore i mean obviously mm-hmm. regular beers are still very popular heineken and budweiser and shout out shout out to heineken 0.0 i've never had one but it looks nasty so shout out to yeah them. they'd be sipping that on joe rogan and shit it actually tastes a lot like beer but <laughs> uh you know like when whenever i go i'm, I'm you know in, in terms of in real estate lingo you've got you've got the shelf real estate you know the retail when I hear, space. Jason, when I hear when I hear shelf, I think of my chest. But continue. I would too if I had some yiddies like that, but <laughs> I don't. So, and but I come from more uh, a retail background, just like you. And in that shelf space, that real estate is everything. And in the in the alcohol market, mm-hmm. I mean, people lives have been lost to, to get placement on that thing. And when I go to the liquor store now, or you know, they're called bodegas. Where are you from? In mm-hmm. uh, you fucking mainland kook. But I'll go over. <laughs> Right by the Ritz Carlton here in Maui, there's a nice little, there's a nice little locals only bottle shop, and I'm able to nice, pick up nice, nice, you know, spam musubi plate lunch, you know, macaroni salad. But then I go over and look in the alcohol section, and it's, and it's just like Maui longboard AP, AI, API IPA. Jason, don't don't get your don't get your don't do not get your political movements and your beers confused. That makes you or or just like hot pink cherry strawberry kiwi Bud Light seltzer tall boy. It's just like we only have alcohol. We only have beer for like eight year olds or fucking like I don't like I don't know who people who live in like an igloo or something to be fair jason calm down first of all um i think the i'm pissed the first of all hard seltzer is not uh, you know it competes in the beer category but it's not actually a beer you know it's it's more of a it's a different it's a malt beverage that's true that's true that's true 
I wouldn't want you to compare truly hard seltzer to a you know peanut butter stout. That's well, kind of- I have to because it's eating up my my beer shelf space. Gone are all the classics that I grew up with, mm-hmm. and now they've been replaced with this uh, you know candy horse shit. When I drink beer, I'm going to drink it like a fucking man. I'm mad about it, too, and I don't even drink beer because I see people talking about it, and that makes me mad. And that's what we just spent the last five minutes doing, mm-hmm. so I'm not feeling super jazzed on this podcast today. We're, we're both coming in pissed. That's why I love the good product of Gia. It's a challenging <laughs> beverage. It's a challenging beverage that's not built for everyone. It's not like this fucking bullshit. No, it's true. And I'm drinking a, a gallon of Alkaline 88 full of Himalayan minerals and electrolytes, uh, purified water. Um, it's delicious. 8.8 pH. But I do, Jason, we should talk about some bad news. Okay, let's get into it. And um, it's kind of rare that we have bad news in this podcast but because our ascension has been has been swift and mighty. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we've been forced to cancel our Nashville show because the rednecks of Nashville didn't buy enough tickets. Yeah. You know, I I, usually, I think some artists would be like, oh, it's COVID or, you know, oh, I'm feeling sick or, you know, Jason's too tall to get on the plane. But, you know, we're going to level with you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, we were going to come to your city and bless you with our friends, country westerns with a night full of entertainment. And apparently you anti-vaxxers couldn't be bothered to buy tickets. Yeah. So instead, we're flying right over your city, as I've done many times <laughs> in my life. And going straight from Austin, Texas, where they appreciate how long gone, to New York City, where they appreciate it so much the, so, the show was sold out in a week. Yeah. So I, I just want to I want to put Nashville on notice that you're on our shit list. You know, I think maybe we overestimated Nashville's ability to find podcasts. I don't know. Maybe their their <laughs> internet access reading comprehension. Did we did we did we overestimate the reading comprehension? I mean, not so much the reading comprehension. But I mean, not not, but you know, more so just access to to internet and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, running water, electricity has been around in Tennessee for a, a little while now. But I think you know, in terms of this type of media, it's like podcasting is a new thing, and I don't know if yeah, you know, they've fully wrapped their head around the concept yet. For those those listeners in Nashville, for those listeners in Nashville who did buy a ticket and do listen to us. We are sorry. We will we will figure out oh you know a way to yeah. console you. I'll think about um, it. But it's not going to be a great no. It's not going to be a great console. I'll think about it. You guys keep going to pay to see Morgan Wallen at the local honky tonk, and how long gone will keep going to the major cities? You know what I mean? Maybe I'll give you a shout out. I'll give you a shout out on my cameo. It's only fifty <laughs> bucks. It's only Jason's good get coming in for the low. But yeah, so so Nashville's not happening. But whatever, you know, it doesn't really matter. We'll we'll be in New York, which is what matters. Uh, and obviously, you will be refunded your ticket. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I tried to get, I tried to keep the money, but our agent said that's not how it worked. Uh, we kind of got yeah. into like a little bit of an argument about it, but it's fine now. We found we found some common ground. Um, you will obviously be getting a refund. It won't be for the entire amount, though. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> we kept a how long gone processing fee of twenty five percent. It's non refundable. You you should have read the fine print, but again, that's that's kind of on you. That's, and that's standard for podcast live performances. Exa- exactly. Nowadays, we we don't really make those rules up. No, I, I I unfortunately Rogan sets the tone, and we we merely follow. 
Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had a, I, I, you know, I had an interesting experience yesterday, Jason, because I'm I'm back in L.A. and I was I was kind of running a lot of errands yesterday. I had to had to move some merch around and stuff. And oh yeah, that's tough. Uh, I yeah. I I was taking I was taking some some stuff down to the storage space um, uh, in in my building, and I I I locked us out <laughs> of the apartment. Okay. This is in the middle of the day. You, you know what I mean? So obviously I'm fine, but you know, Alex has to work and stuff. So it just wasn't great, you know? And you know, there had been confirmation that I had keys and then I didn't have keys. Like I verbally said, yes, I have keys. I reached in my pocket. I have the key to my car. I have the key to the storage space in the mailbox. I do not have a key to the front door. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I sized up what it would look like for me to scale and conquer the front door, which is pretty pretty tall. Scale and conquer the front door. What do you mean by that? I mean climb it like a like a, a tree and then hop over. Um, but it is looking about ten feet, eleven feet, maybe. Okay. okay. So so I, I you know, there, but there's a call box, so I was thinking maybe I get a chair, I step on the call box. I hit the, I, then I jump over, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I can't risk injury obviously. Cause that would throw me off my kind of training regimen. You can't afford an injury right now. I can't afford an injury right now. So I did what any loud mouth podcaster would do. I just yelled out to my, my neighbors. I just said, I, I said, <laughs> neighbors, it's Chris from, from the building and we're locked out. Can someone please help me? Because it's LA. No one fucking works. You know, the windows are open mm-hmm. because it's beautiful. And I saw something, Jason, that kind of sent me, in, in, it, it made me upset. Okay. So th- this has nothing to do with Rebecca Black. No, Rebecca Black has moved out. Um, we're still friends, oh, uh, but she, she did move out. Okay. So you're yelling out, Hey guys, Chris Black from How Long Gone. <laughs> yeah. I'm locked out. Yeah. Can somebody come open the door and let me I in? know none of you guys work. I know, I see the cars here and I watched one of my neighbors who confirmed had COVID, uh, just close <laughs> just close their window like i said can you i said can you come help me and i look up and i see these <laughs> these salty lesbians just close their window oh. and i was like damn you don't want to help out your na- that's crazy bro like i would i would i mean that's honestly cr- i'm asking you to come down and open the door luckily our, our friendly next door neighbor who's in a phd program and happens to be canadian of course he came and opened the door he he regaled us with tales of locking himself out, and he understands my plight, etc. Canadians are so comforting in those moments of need, aren't they? I, I was just so disappointed in 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 Los Angeles as a city that the, the the neighborly vibe was okay. So this a little bit of this, I feel like you know there could be a little bit of a backstory here because you did sort of qualify their presence with you know you you led with they are they confirmed have had COVID already. So if, if, if it seems like you you guys already have some sort of history or a knowledge of each other, and there could be a backstory here as to why they chose to ceremonially shut their window on I'm you. I'm guessing they hate me, or they hate men, or they hate both, and that's what I'm feeling. I no, I only know they have COVID because of de- a, a, because a food delivery guy told me. <laughs> <laughs> These bitches got COVID. Yeah, no, he I said he's it. like, oh no, he, he, they put it on the customer. Order no, they notes. did, they did, and he was like freaked out, so he just like left that. He like literally dropped that shit at the door and like ran off like they had a gun. Ooh, oh man, <laughs> this oh, is man. a wild. We could, I could do a whole. It's, this it's a shame that we have a guest today, even though they're a great, awesome guest, because. I, I feel like there's so much to cover. That was here. a long time ago, to be fair. I know, I know, I know. I just want to know what kind of person is like, all right, every every time you order food on a delivery app, it just says, you know, leave at front door, and you click the box, yes, and then you're done. 
and you know to feel like you need to also let that person who you well, are I think never it's, going I think to it's, talk no, to. No, I mean I think it's pretty responsible to be honest. I mean I wouldn't do it because I'm not a pussy. I but, think it's too responsible, is what I'm saying. Wow, te- it's responsible to a point where it makes you look like a yeah. I don't know. I'm not happy about I it. What's the word for it? We'll, we'll, we'll I'll figure uh, out what the word. Do you for think it about is. that? Yeah, I'm not happy about it either. We do have, but we do have guests say. Get these. We should. We should, these stinky heifers. We out should of here. talk about our guests today. Some some well known indie rockers from the Big Apple, uh, band I like a lot. Uh, Parquet Courts, uh, Austin Brown and Sean Yeaton are joining us. Uh, they have a, Yeet Yeet Sean Yeet, and uh, they have a new album uh, called Sympathy for Life, which is a great title. Uh, that comes out mm, actually comes out I think life. next week October twenty second on Rough Trade. These motherfuckers are on Rough Trade. You know what I mean? That's Ooh. you know for me there's like there's like five labels right. There's Jag Jaguar, there's Sub Pop, there's Matador, there's Rough Trade. What what else is there, Jason? Fat Possum. What what is there after those five? Uh, Mad Decent. Um, <laughs> And whatever marshmallows on. What's the what's the other rave label that you like that has like a cool warp? Everybody wants to be on warp. Warp is a warp is a legendary. I know. Label. I agree. I'm That's, saying. I feel like warp has been around since maybe before we've been alive. That's not true, but you know, since most of our listeners have been alive. Well, yeah, warp rocks, four AD, whatever. You know, some other shit like that. But hey, let's give Parquet Courts a call, and we will talk to them all about music that is independent. Bye bye. You and Austin are in separate places, but you're both recording your vocals, correct? I just started recording my deep vocals. My All right. Sweet, nice. sweet. All right. Perfect. I'm watching that Wu-Tang show on Hulu right now. Hold on. I just... You know this? Have you watched this? Have you heard of this Wu-Tang? Have you heard of this Have Wu-Tang clan? I don't care about I love the. I love guys in bands watching Hulu shows at three in the afternoon. That's really the good, oh that's the good life. That's the fucking good life, baby. That's the good life. <laughs> Okay, are are we all recording? I don't even see Austin. Is he on here? No, he's not on. We're waiting on your little buddy. But I got to say, you're doing so well already (laughs) up top that (laughs) do we need Austin? Don't worry about it. I had had planned on taking the podcast from you guys. I thought that what we could do is pretend like you guys were on me and Austin's podcast. But I guess we could if you guys want to do that. I didn't know you guys. Have you guys have you guys flirted in the dark art of podcasting before? Are you guys just kind of music makers? We've definitely Austin and I have shared. Oh, actually, you know what? In fact, Austin and I even successfully tried to do a podcast at one point. I think we even recorded an episode and everything. I don't even I. I can't wait for him to get on. It sounds very successful. Yeah, it was an absolute <laughs> success. We, I went up, and but I don't remember what. It, oh, I think God, you know, I feel like it was definitely a uh, one of you know, like every once in a while you'll have a kind of like a late night idea. I actually had one from last night that I. Yeah, bro, we've we've done we've done coke before. We know what it's like. You've done coke. You guys understand. <laughs> But like mm-hmm. you'll do a little cocaine, and then you'll have a business idea, and then like somehow, incredibly, the next day people will, s- you, or you'll be like, "All right, well that that actually might be a good idea," and then you do it, <laughs> <laughs> and then I mean, so we made it that far. That's pretty good. That's a pretty far distance. Okay, what was your? Did you do you have like a, a concept or a theme for this podcast, or was it more of just like we we rule? Let's just hit record and then the magic will happen. I honestly think that that is what it would, that would be the better description of episode Door one, number two. One of one. However, I think that like, but the concept was very 
it was basically like, yeah, like we'll just talk and like wait until, um, and we'll just find a way to connect how everything ma- makes sense together. Like basically, <laughs> it's like a podcast that's like an advertisement for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I listened to Joe Rogan a couple times. I think I could do that. How hard I mean, could I, it I be? I certainly couldn't, I certainly wouldn't do a worse job at it. Yeah. I'll either sit here and talk to myself for six hours, or I'll do that exactly, and also there'll be another person there. Are you in the Big Apple? No. I'm in, like, uh, I'm in rural Pennsylvania of all fucking places. No wonder, you're, no wonder you want you were willing to do this podcast with us, and you're watching <laughs> Wu-Tang in the middle of the day. Yeah. Oh, you guys are going to love this. I Well, you know, of course I'm a seasoned pro when it comes to recording technology, so what I've done here is I've... I've used a little hack through the QuickTime app on my computer where I've I'm recording I'm recording the audio. Okay, that's so yeah. So you're a studio guru who is who is recording from QuickTime? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so all right, I mean we can we can keep podcasting, but where's your you need to text your boy cuz I don't want to I wonder if Austin is somewhere. I bet he's in a different time zone right now. I'm in I'm in a different time zone. I'm in Hawaii. It's I'm drinking a beer at eight in the morning right now. I'm fucking crazy. Wow. Figure it out, dog. I don't care what time zone you're in. You guys don't. No, work. we don't. We don't need him. I mean, we he can just he can bop in when he bops in. We can. Okay, okay, that's fine with me. I just we're, we've sure. already we've already we already have a wonderful rapport with with Big Yeaton. Yeah. I don't see a reason to stop that. All right, so you're in rural Pennsylvania. Deep in you're the You're doing woods. fentanyl. You're doing fentanyl. Yes. It's not going to be a problem. I do city. City fentanyl. City fentanyl. Bring it in from the city. <laughs> city folk fentanyl. It's a little bit different. No, I brought why my own is what Sean said. Why That's do you right. live? Why are you in Pennsylvania? That sucks, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I live way out here. and I live somewhere in between Bam Margera and M. Night Shyamalan. I haven't quite... <laughs> I know they're both out here, but I and I'm and I know I okay. Well, I don't know if I, if you either of you f- <laughs> follow Bam Margera on Instagram, but if you do, I followed his saga. I mean, I'm familiar with what's yeah, going on. Yeah, his saga. Yeah. So as part of his saga, he was on his <laughs> stories a lot. Post he would he would randomly have like these parties or these kind of almost like micro gatherings of the juggalos or whatever. It's called a kickback. It's a kickback. (laughs) And he was just like, he was just having, he would post his address on Instagram live and just be like, come over here. We're burning like a half pipe or whatever. And, um, I swear to God, I mean, I wish I must have a screenshot at some, cause I don't know if you know, jello man, Paul, Kurt Viles, um, brother no Jell-O i don't man. i don't <laughs> oh man i almost brought Je- i might bring jello man in later on but okay. he uh jello man is the best he makes jello shots and goes to festivals we met him at bonnaroo and he makes for for artists he makes like a you gotta find him he's the best guy he makes these big uh murals out of jello shots of like so we had bro like, what the fuck course. bro so he so he yeah. kind of sounds like a little bit of like a like a backcountry nardwar character like like a, an infamous yeah. beloved festival guy but more leaning towards yes. substance abuse and less wholesome right like it's not so much about well i don't know but i mean he's really good at what he does and I, he's like <laughs> and he truly is, i mean you have to see it to believe it but like he he is a, a mason by trade. Like he okay. can, you know, like there's such a thing out here and we're in this M. Night Shyamalan, Barry Margera universe. 
And um, it's called Bam Night Shyamalan, but Bam Kyle, Night Shyamalan. And he, the, uh, so the guy's a Freemason. Jello don't do that. And, <laughs> don't do Jello, that. Don't. Jello in his downtime. A tale as old as time. Uh, yeah, he has a sprinter van, uh, you know, affectionately called the Jello van that is full, has two mannequins in it and like a bunch of jello shots it's crazy it's like bro seven. hold on hold like, on don't hold on, don't hold on. love that this guy can afford a sprinter van yeah that's what i was gonna ask so you're sell, you're telling me this you're telling me this guy is just going to festivals yeah, oh yeah and and making jello shot art but he can afford a mercedes sprinter that's upwards of two hundred thousand dollars oh it's a beautiful thing it's gray too <laughs> i've never even seen a gray one and yeah and well we met him at and he's Kurt Vile's brother, so there's also and they're oh and he's actually Vile, he's actually Kurt Vile's brother. Yeah, they're brothers, and they and they're great. They have I mean, also the, a fun side note. Austin just left. He just heard us talking. No, he's back. Yeah. Austin, uh, he's back. Can, he's back. Austin, can you can, 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 <laughs> yeah, there he is. You don't know Jello Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was actually just letting them know that they were on our podcast, guy. Bro, you know how this works, Austin. You know that Jason's an audio engineer and he's going to put this together. But we need crisp, clean vocal takes so that so that we sound good. You know I've got I mean? our whole thing going through a um, a Neve console right now. Okay, that's kind of what I was hoping to hear. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a Neve slut myself, so I don't really allow <laughs> allow much else. But Neve it or leave it. We're going to have to stop pretty soon to because I have to change the tape. But. <laughs> We budgeted time for that. Okay, so so Jello Man, he travels around in a Sprinter van. There's a good chance he makes more money than I do, and most of his life is uh, is based around Jello shots, making sculptures with Jello shots, and then getting people at uh, indie rock festivals absolutely twisted on Jello shots. Is that kind of the 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 the, the gist of it? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> That's it. That's the business plan, and then, and then question mark question mark profit. He so when Bam Margera was going through his whole thing on Instagram Live, mm-hmm. he posted his address to his house, and so I put it into Google Maps on my phone because I was like, I don't know, going through one of those like home from tour. I don't know. It's not like I mean, yeah, I mean, surely the like clinical in like a clinical place, like in a lab they would probably they might call it like a depression or something i don't know what they would call it. it's not like depression i don't know what, no no no. it's that's called a funk it's called a it's funk. a funk you know what you're home and you're like what is this what is what is all of this you know you're asking yourself like what is all this a lot? you're coming down from the high yeah something like that but i mean that's its own whole thing and so uh you uh find yourself on Instagram live and you all of a sudden you have Ben Margera's address. So I put it in my phone and I'm like, Oh shit. It's like not that it's like 20 minutes away. And, uh, I started driving there and then I <laughs> just with no, you know, it was one of those, like all of a sudden I'm just driving to Bar- Ben Margera's house. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Fellas, you and ever been there? we can relate. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, Oh man, what am I doing? I'm looking, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at his Instagram live and it's just like people in like the scream mask, throwing fire extinguishers at each other. And I'm like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> like, am I just going to this? Like I'm, I'm just like, like my my phone is like, you're sure you want to keep going to like the gathering of the joke. Hold like, on, hold on, Sean. Are you are you solo dolo? I was. Um, are you asking if I was by myself at the time? That's right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I had no. Com- but then I saw that Jello. <laughs> then I was all I was because I'm on Instagram and driving at the same time at this point. Of course, okay. obviously on these windy roads. 
And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I see Jello Man's story, and he's there throwing fire extinguishers at people with the screen mask on. And I was just like, oh, my God. But, well, it's good to know that you have a friend there. Yeah, but I, that was kind of like when I turned back. Oh, shit. You know, I found a Wawa, yeah. did a three-point turn, went home and watched like what we do in the shadows or something. Mm-hmm. You were driving, and, and, and on your ways, notification, it was similar to... When Netflix, like when you're on your fourth hour, it's like, are you are you still watching <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld? And yeah. you're like, yes, bitch, yes, bitch, I am. Like, are you still going to Ben Margera's house? I'm just like, what am I gonna say to my wife when she gets home from her job where she's like working with children all day? And I have like, I have like a Nike swoosh spray painted on my face all of a sudden. And I'm just like. I was, and I just haven't got any kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, uh, I. I was going to mow the lawn, but I looked like it was going to rain, so I just didn't do anything instead. I went to BAM's. Well, I, I still don't understand. You know how persuasive BAM can be, baby. Yeah, I, still yeah. don't understand, I still don't understand why you live in where you live, though. You haven't really gotten to that yet. You know, well, my wife is from Pennsylvania, so, but not even really close to where we are. Mm-hmm. And we have these two kids. You have, you have two kids? <laughs> I have two kids. Bro, was that a was that the plan, or did that just happen to you? Both times they happened. They just happened, and they happened. I'll tell you what, I made them the same way both times, and I didn't. <laughs> and they just came out. They just came out of the womb, and everything. All okay. It was like that, yeah. And I mean, they're great. I mean, obviously, you could you could tell that my co-host doesn't cherish the gift of childbirth quite as much as some other people. But it'd be a lot nicer if they could come out all at once. I don't know if that's possible. You don't have to course it out. You can just bring it all out. We'll do it family style. Yeah, we'll, we we don't we're not interested in only having half today. We'll do the whole thing too. We'll we'll pay the extra. We went Fuck we it. splurged and we got the whole thing. At I mean, once. you know, the yeah. money you're saving living in rural Pennsylvania, you can afford such luxuries. Yeah, I mean, you basically live you basically live for free. I'm sure. So that's nice. That's a nice bonus. Yeah, but there's all kinds of issues. You know, like this house had a ghost in it, and the ghost like kind of latched up. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I had to restart my computer. <laughs> My keyboard was got the Bluetooth thing. It, it was messed up and like kept um, the volume was going all the way up. And then is your the is your is your Rockstar lifestyle again. not affording you the newest MacBook Pro? No, I don't have um, a new MacBook Pro. Actually, I just recently got a vintage computer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This feel this feels like a uh, like a setup for a joke, but go on. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> what, what kind? What kind? Like a Dell? I have compacts. Gateway 2000. Vintage MacBook Air 2011. Okay. <laughs> it's got real okay. keys on okay. it. It works. for. The, it's like basically barely bigger than my phone. <laughs> I had that. That was my favorite computer of all time is the 2011 11-inch MacBook Air. I, I, yeah. I know the one you're talking about. I just the got, that's the one I got. It's great. What a, what, a, what a good year. It's become a collector's item because it's the smallest computer they ever made. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. It's got a real keyboard. I saw you with that thing at the airport, and I, I thought it was... Your phone. I was like, where did you get that silver phone? Yeah. <laughs> you got a big-ass silver phone. Austin, do you live in New York? Yeah, I live in Brooklyn. Oh, okay, so at least one of you guys is normal, kind of doing the right thing. That's nice. You guys hate everywhere. Yeah, but I'm leaving soon, though. Where are you going? I just got all this land in uh, upstate New York. Oh. Bro- Brooklyn is the Pennsylvania of New York, though, to be fair. That's a good, yeah, Brooklyn feels upstate to me at this stage, but what, what neighborhood are you in, if you don't mind me asking? I'm in Williamsburg. Okay. Well, you need, yeah, it's probably time to go. Yeah. 
Well, you know, That's when that comet hits. It's on its way. I don't want to be in Brooklyn. Seems like you have a lot of comet paranoia. Is there a new comet that's heading our way that I should be concerned yes. about? Have you guys seen the news lately? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually in Hawaii right now, Austin, and I don't, I haven't caught up on all the comet stuff. What's going on? I mean, there, well, we've had several near misses recently. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of metaphorical comets that are really just mm-hmm. hanging right above the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you're going to be somewhere you can be growing your own food. Do you have comet paranoia? Is it affecting your, your mental? Yeah, I mean, lately I've been okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I, I mean, Austin and I are the only two... <laughs> We're the only two wise guys that got, and I mean that as I realize now that's such a tough one because I mean it like we are wise guys, mm-hmm. like we're wise. Not not like Sopranos guys. Not Sopranos. No, guys. but I was just watching the Sopranos too. I have I have so much to show for my day today. <laughs> but <laughs> I uh, I think that Austin are the only ones with land. I don't know why nobody else has seen, wants to buy land. Yeah. I don't want the responsibility in the upkeep. I would rather die. Oh, man. The There's nothing to upkeep. It's literally just land. I, I don't even have electricity. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe maybe the rest of the country should stop being so poor and just buy some fucking land yeah. already. Yeah. You know, a, lot exactly. of, a lot of talk about poor, poorness on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't, we, we try to shame poor people as much as we can on this podcast, but we, we will, <laughs> okay. you know, it's, it's kind of, yeah. it's a normal thing for us. Um, don't even get me started on weight. We could be here for three, four hours. <laughs> I was just doing a quick, like, Google search of you guys. There was when this podcast started. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to make sure I wasn't on a poor person shaming. <laughs> and I haven't really gotten to the bottom of it. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I guess this this is a little bit of a gotcha style prank show. Um, the irony is that I actually am poor myself and own no land. But, you know, that's just part of comedy. Have you ever done this with two Two people at the same time like this? Yeah. Like a four-way? The girls from Drunken Canal. I think that might be the only one, Jason. We've done it a few times. Um, you know, it will be a lot more fun to be editing four um, <laughs> hour-long vocal tracks instead of just the normal three. Yeah. While I'm on vacation in Hawaii, it's fine. But for Parquet... <laughs> I'll do just about anything. A real poor man's vacation. Exactly. <laughs> he's at the he's at the Ritz Carlton in Maui, but what he's not telling you ah. is, is he's on a work release program. No work. So it's not ah. really. It's a kind of. He's actually joining the service, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of oh, they okay. ship out from there. So it's kind of his first stop. Yeah, I'm staying at the Pearl Harbor Ritz Carlton, and they keep a pretty <laughs> they keep a pretty tight leash on me over here. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I yeah. was hoping that you would be at that White Lotus Hotel. You guys liked White Lotus. The last time I was in Hawaii in February, and that was just because my uh, my female companion was here for work. You guys do a lot of work in Hawaii for people who don't like comets. That's like the comet place. Always- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Hawaiian trips for somebody who doesn't love comets. <laughs> no, but I was I was staying at a different hotel uh, on Honolulu, and then the, the the guy Mike White who created it, he was staying at the same hotel as me, and I thought he was the guy. From the office. Oh, yeah. Who's the guy? The schlub, the schlubby guy from the office. What's his name, Chris? Are you talking about Dwight K. Schrute? No, no, not Dwight. The guy who kind of has like the dopey Toby, like, Toby, Toby, face. The, Toby, the HR. Yeah, guy. Toby. I was like, oh shit, Toby from the office here. But it was actually Mike White from White Lotus, and he was there filming it at the time. And I could have, you know, had I had known that White Lotus was going to be such a smash, I would have, you know, buddied up with him, got his information, and we would have been podcasting with him. 
mistakes you make on the island. I know. And then we'd only have three tracks to do for this uh, podcast. <laughs> exactly. Sean, I'm getting the feeling that you watch a lot of TV, Chief. Yeah, I fucking do, pal. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Austin does too, though. We could probably talk about it. We could do a lot of TV time. Yeah, I see a lot of shitload of TV. All the shows. <laughs> we watch a lot of the same shows. Well, I was making fun of this the other day because I think that uh, adults in society now, every conversation is just like, what show have you been streaming? Yeah, and which vaccine you got. That's every conversation right now. We don't talk about vaccines on this podcast either, just so you know. Um, Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... Do you think TV is making us boring, or do you guys just have nothing else to do? Well, I, I you know what it makes me do is talk like the people on the show that I'm watching. <laughs> like the, I noticed this happening <laughs> like years ago. Whenever I watched The Sopranos, I was I was binging it uh, several times, but I noticed it um, actually today because I've been watching the Wu Tang show. You, you're watching this shit too. Is this this can't be good? No, it's great. I just got to the episode where like the RZA is like, and then we call come together, and then we're the Wu Tang, like a clan, <laughs> like a Wu Tang clan, and that is nothing to fuck with. And I was like, oh, it's great. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then Method Man's like, wait a minute, RZA. I think you're onto something there. What did you just say? The the what yeah. Tang Clan? Like the Wu-Tang. Okay, well you, you said you 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 said you like to adopt the voices of the characters of the shows that you're currently watching. You have yet to say the phrase "not for nothing," Tony. And you also you know you started kind of to kind of dip your toe into the Riza Jacuzzi, a very tough voice to pull off. You know, in terms of how comfortable you are with code switching. So let's get a little Riza going. Yeah. Well, so, like, I mean, that's just, like, the voice that this actor has been developing over, like, the two seasons of the show. But, you know, so I, I was thinking of it because, like, up this, for a second this, season? Uh, my, on my band's group text. So we've been getting into these conversations lately about, so I think that, like, the uh, this pandemic, I've been calling it the 9-11 of the hospitality industry. Because, like, <laughs> 9-11 was, uh-huh. like, the 9-11 of the airline industry. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then I guess the New York Times just came out with this article that was basically confirming my theory, like that service is like basically the we're getting charged more or the same for less service. I, and I just on the whole around like restaurants or, you know, movie theaters, concerts, airports, all this, all the shit that we do that's not like work. It's just become really shitty. The New York Times wrote an article about it and our tour manager sent it through to uh, the group text. And I was watching the Wu-Tang show all day and I was like, see, I told y'all I'd be perceiving shit. And <laughs> in my head, I was like, this is how I talk. And then in reality, like, I've been watching the, the Wu-Tang show all day. and uh, I told y'all I'd be perceiving shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, it's true. I mean... It has fucked up the old restaurant industry, and I do you think that that is you know you're a comic guy, so I feel like you're no stranger to a little conspiratorial thought. Is that something that was intended to happen by the powers that be, or is that just a consequential uh, situation that has occurred? I don't know, like who would intentionally make everyone's lives shitty. I think that just people don't care Jeff because Bezos. their lives aren't. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> it's called Wuhan. Have you heard of it? Inspector Deck would have wanted that to happen. <laughs> the list goes on. I mean, I don't think Bezos really gives a shit like 
about whether or not I get good service at a restaurant. But I mean, more so creating the making the restaurant environment, you know, such a luxury. Like if you really want to have a proper dining experience with good service, it's going to come at such a premium that only the ultra wealthy are going to be able to afford such things. You know, destroying the middle class, it'll be just cheaper and easier to order everything on Uber Eats or Amazon or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, it's not cheap to order things on Uber Eats. It's it's actually quite expensive, and it's like another one of those things where like yeah. it's, you pay you're paying more for like worse service. Sure, because there's like more people in the middle. Okay, okay, yeah, no, that's fair. It's I don't think there's any like grand plan. I just think it fucking sucks. And that's why we got to be growing our own food. Have you guys been on on the road yet? Or are you are you gonna go after the album comes out? So, no, we've done a few shows. We've been in the sky. We've done the sky. Yeah, we've gone up. <laughs> they still give. They use real knives at the Philly airport. Still, that's the thing I just realized. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the thing is like so. Like all of the restaurants have stopped using like. Uh, at least in the airport, which is basically the only place I've gone out to eat the past few weeks, uh, they, they stopped using like real plates and shit because I guess at first it was because of COVID. They don't want to be like sharing plates or putting the dishwasher, like whatever. I don't know. You can't touch your face with your hands, that kind of thing. And like, <laughs> and and then they just kept doing it, and they're now. And I think it's just because they don't want to pay for a dishwasher, so they just like throw all the plates away. Yeah, it's all about saving. It's all about saving money at the expense of the customer. Yeah. That's really what what it's come down to. Yeah. And we're supposed to tip forty percent, right? You know, uh, at the bodega. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with all COVID excuses. Like, don't tell me something's not happening because of COVID. Yeah. We we can't do it anymore. Even if you're about to die. Don't tell me. Don't give me that excuse. Yeah, exactly. You don't even run an email. I was just yeah. thinking, like, what's the what's the last email that I'm going to send before I get? Because you know that that I guess that's going to be a thing. I just hope that mine is pretty funny. I, I haven't known you for that long, but I have a feeling that most of your emails have at least one nice little funny bit in them. I'm trying to do new sign off because I got so sick of. Okay. I can't do. I don't like best any. I don't like best. I don't like. Have you okay? Don't just make sure you don't say cheers at the end. That's I don't like cheers. Number one, worse. Unless you're British. What do you guys think about? What do you think about warmly? No, you're not a (laughs) chick, bro. Feeling icky. Feeling pretty icky about warmly lately. What about what about warmest? Warmest. It's just it says a little bit more warm than warmly. (laughs) Yeah. You want to let this couldn't be more warm. What about like so? There's XO, which is kind of the kiss hug, which would you know normally. That's only I've only received that from British people. Much like uh, you know, that's a British thing or an X, I guess. An X. X, No, it's very it's very British. It's very yeah. I love I love getting a business email where it's where it's like you want to. This is you just kiss. This is, a- is that just the kiss? That's the thing. So that's my question. So that was my that was my question. Like, oh wow, just the kiss, or is the X the hug? I mean, the X is the, hug the thing is because it's the two things crossing. Oh. The two things cross. Okay, I gotta go, guys. I have to go send Charlie XCX uh, an email. I have to see if I can unsend something. I thought. We <laughs> yeah, I was about had, to say. I thought we kind of had something going, and I, it appears it was just a hug. It was just a hug. It's not even first base for Jason as usual. So if you just signed an email. Oh, that would mean that you were just. This is cool, Sean. Sean, you should do this. This should be your new thing. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna yeah, do just oh. oh, just oh, just like a. Kill and then when people dude. are like, "What does this mean?" And you're like, "I'm glad you asked." Yeah. And then you yeah. explain it to him, and you're like, "You're fucking. You're a pervert." Yeah. 
It's kind of a cool. Like, let, me, let me let me get a kiss. It's a let cool conversation. I think kiss. it's a cool conversation. <laughs> the other one I've seen is uh, is uh, as ever. Ooh, I've never done it. as ever. Who the fuck says that? Tame Impala. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of, but no, that's a popular one too. With like a literary type, like when you're trying to sound Ugh, quite smart as ever. That's a little too and other stories for me. Anyone know that one? Oh wow, no, I don't know that. And other stories, the retail store for ladies and fellas. They have been going with all due respect. <laughs> all due respect. <laughs> that's that's very cool and confrontational. I really like that. Is that like that's like a, that feels like it's coming from a lawyer? I really like. that. No, that's good. I like the idea of saying with all due respect, but the, it was just like, hey, can we meet at three? And you're like, yep, sounds good. And then all due respect. with all due respect, <laughs> all due Austin respect. Brown. Great. Great. Like, Austin oh, Brown. God, did I do something wrong? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you got to keep people on their toes. It's great out of context. Oh, I have done. Yeah, that is good. That's, number, really... that, yeah, that's in first place for new email sign offs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, you, it's like when it's out of context, like, hey, thanks for doing this. Can't wait to see you again. All due respect. It's sort of like someone died. <laughs> yeah. It was great seeing you and the kids this weekend. You're getting so big. With all due respect, Jason Stewart. <laughs> At them jeans. That's what, are you, I, I, I'm surprised I like you guys are doing a lot of emailing. I thought you had people to do that for you. Those people all want the premium now. We have to pay the, mm-hmm. for, and they, and they and they want to charge extra for a good sign off like that that's okay that's that tony soprano talk that i was missing they, mm. they're raking me over the coals over there <laughs> yeah i want to send an email Man, i just watched the episode i have this weird thing where like you know well you know the episode of the simpsons where homer is like obsessed with that sandwich do you guys were you simpsons people i don't know like there's like an episode yeah he like he basically was so obsessed with this massive sandwich mm-hmm. that he got at like a fair or something that he like like a like a six footer yeah like a six foot sub or something and he kind of just is like mm-hmm. eating it over like you know even when it's like clearly just like a disgusting pointless thing the flies that, are sl- are flying around it yeah yeah like it's like it becomes like a problem like marge has to be like has to like take it away from him mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. anyway there's i've been kind of enjoying the sopranos at that same clip where like i basically will watch a season almost, you know, the way it was meant to be seen where I'll watch like one episode a week with the whole opening credits. But I, but then like, I'll take a year off. So I I still am only on the first part of the final, like on, on HBO, like max or whatever, you know, it splits up the last season into like two seasons or something. I don't know. Maybe they did that in real life too. I don't know. I just don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. But, um, I like just watched the episode where Tony is. Um, <laughs> spoilers, also. I don't know how far along uh-huh. in the Sopranos you guys are. I've seen it before. I'll never watch this overrated show, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like the one where he's in a coma and he's got he's having the dream where he's like this other guy. Those are those are some twisted episodes. Oh, it's just great. You know, thinking about what you were saying earlier about like, well, are we like what was it, it was like? Are people 
watching so much TV because we like because people are boring or something like that maybe was that the, I don't know yeah that's my no that's my guess is that people I, I I'm saying that's what I think people are boring yeah. so we're all watching more TV to give us something to talk about okay yeah I mean yeah okay fair enough so then yeah I mean th- I think we can uh, delete everything that we've set up until now and I'm just gonna go ahead and answer for both of us that I think yes I think that's it. <laughs> Well, I think that it's, it's <laughs> to me. I also have a I have a deep disrespect for board games and games in general yeah. because I think okay. that's for I think that's for boring people who are not able to converse with their friends and colleagues. So, what do you just not even have any game? Like, so what would you if you were to ever be caught dead playing a game, and then we could all be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we caught him playing a game." The man who hates all games. What would it? What be? would that game? What would it be? Yeah, I guess a classic Monopoly, right? Because that's I don't that's know. Boring. I like money though, and there's a lot of money in that game. <laughs> so that's kind of my that's I I, I want to lord over. I want to be a bad landlord. That's kind of my dream. So I feel like that's the oh, place yeah. where I could achieve that. What game would you play? What, are you guys playing fucking poker in the van? I don't know. What do we? Well, we gamble. We dice. Yeah, we do dice. Yeah, we gamble on sports. Oh, dice is cool. That's not a game. That's that's a that's a gentleman's hobby. You guys got a little fantasy, a little football fantasy going on? Well, no, we do like uh, just like. We'll just see whatever game is on TV and then just bet on that and scream at the TV. Oh, no matter. <laughs> fucking awesome. It could, it could be high school softball yeah. game. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Like you're just you're you mean you're just turning on the TV and looking at it and being like, I'm going to bet on who's going to win. It's a straight like. I mean, it's not always kind of who's going to win, but it's just sort of like pick it. And we don't really know that much about sports. So it gets really interesting. That makes it cool. You can you can, you can do an over under. No over under. I like baseball is like fun because you can just turn it on whatever inning it is. You can always bet on whether or not someone's gonna score or not, and that's that's kind of nice because it's just it's pretty quick. Usually, most of the time we lose. Yeah, we never really win. <laughs> I don't know how we're. I think we're doing it wrong. Obviously, I guess. But. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, I mean, you guys, you said you don't know much about sports at all, so it's, it's not a super huge surprise that you're not winning. I got really into the the excitement of betting without having a single, even just the slightest understanding of sports or like people like we would be talking about like betting on the Super Bowl, and I'd be like, "Is John Elway there?" Like, <laughs> That's how it all started. We were doing we were in uh, we we're in Atlanta when the where are they? The football team, Falcons. the Falcons, and the Falcons. Falcons. Show some, re- show some respect to my hometown, the Atlanta Falcons. Well, we were at, we were in Atlanta when the Falcons were in the Super Bowl, and so we just threw a ton of bets down on like all sorts of wild <laughs> stuff, like the coin toss, and um, mm-hmm. like some wide receiver is going to score a touchdown, or how many yards Tom Brady was going to pass for, and things like that. Just like all sorts of random shit. Is the kicker going to get a get a finger injury? Yeah, it's, I mean, there's odds on everything, and so we, the last and the last bet we did was um, what color juice would be poured on the coach who won the game. <laughs> no, that's a real juice. Bet? Yeah, yeah. Juice. Juice. <laughs> and we bet, and we called red red, and then we named our betting consortium Red Juice, and so we have like <laughs> we have Red Juice Consortium, and we just throw money down on random stuff, and then, you know, like when we're on tour, we're like, alright, we get, okay. we get the juice back together tonight, and then we're like, yeah, if you're red, you know, or whatever, <laughs> and then like, we're... You know what? Parquet Courts has a lot of fun. 
Yeah, you guys are. You guys do have a lot of fun because you know we're we're currently on the road. Like we're taking a break right now, but we're on tour, and it sucks, man. Y'all are on tour. How do you take a podcast on tour? Yeah, what is that? Delta Airlines, bitch. Delta, yeah, I'm Delta. I'm Platinum Delta. It's the greatest achievement of all the achievements of my entire life. That's cute. That's cute, Austin. That's cute, Austin. Actually, I just I just accomplished something that you may want to hear about. Oh, shit. A little thing called Diamond Medallion. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah, what color credit card do you have? Oh. It's platinum. Yeah, I got the platinum one. I got tricked into it. So much debt. So much. <laughs> the thing is that we all fly we all fly delta and for the longest time andrew had more miles than me so if there's ever an upgrade he would always get it and it just made me so intensely mad it's gonna cause a lot of drama in the band probably anytime that delta would be like do you want to get a new credit card we'll give you you know ten thousand miles like yes i want a new credit card and then i i still to this day i'm in so much debt and i can't figure out how to get more (laughs) (laughs) okay so you you have fallen prey to this to the the airline mile system and you're a byproduct of that, and now you're in, in crippling credit card debt. Is that what yes, I'm learning? That's exactly right. Which is that's why we're doing this. Damn, that and sucks, I'm, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. that's why we're talking to you. I'm sorry to hear that because this right. this this doesn't pay. Just so you guys know, uh, you guys are gonna admit, not make a ton of money are off you of this. Sure show. about that? Because I was told that we were gonna get direct deposit right after. No, this. no. Unfortunately, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll 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 direct deposit one of our brand new T-shirts right into your <laughs> account, and it's gonna be worth. Could you just go ahead and sell that on eBay and then send me the money? Because I don't really know you how to it. use eBay. You got it. Yeah, I can't figure it out. Not a big demand. Not a not a big demand on eBay. If I'm being honest with you, but we can figure something. It'd out. It'd be my pleasure. We can figure something out. We're on the road right now, and um, I we've done three shows so far, and we have a couple coming up. But we've been asking any of our musical guests. We're 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 playing a sold out Bowery Ballroom on uh, on the 23rd. Okay. So ah. I'm sure you guys you guys have sold out the Bowery Ballroom. I'm sure. Yeah, I was gonna say you know after the shit that you gave me for being diamond medallion, I took a lot ah. of restraint not to shit talk selling out the Bowery Ballroom, but <laughs> I'll let you guys have that one. <laughs> Hey bro. Hey bro, we don't we just we just talk, bro. We don't even have guitars. Chris, it's funny the same thing <laughs> yes. have we had uh <laughs> we had we had Kevin Morby on the podcast a little while ago and we were we were, we were also like feeling proud of ourselves for selling out the Barry Ballroom and he's like yeah, let me know. Once you guys are doing three, four nights sold out, then we can kind of talk. But, you know, that's kind of yeah. cute. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Is Parquet Courts like a Brooklyn Steel type act? Um, We're going to play at Brooklyn Steel two nights in April. Two mm, nights? Two, two that's nights. big. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. How many people that, The last that, guys? show we did in New York was Central Park. Damn, that's Wu-Tang level. Yeah, but you were opening for somebody. Yeah, the night. <laughs> the night after us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you don't even think about this, but the, they don't count the people who are just at the park. <laughs> you get the, you get the numbers in, and those people were there for you. It wasn't just the people walking their vizlas and shit. It's people with that's got to help out your pole star numbers at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, was this Central Park Summer Stage? Yeah, you know, I went there once to see um, Liam Gallagher and Richard Ashcroft. Oh, wow. It's a groovy little show. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was. I mean, I you went know. to a similar show. It was Young Thug and <laughs> uh, some dubstep DJs. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was so twisted. Was that at, was that at Central Park, Jason? Yeah, it was. It was like a summer stage show. Um, and the and the the crowd was way more interested in seeing the dubstep DJs than than Young Thug. But Young Thug, I've never seen a a green room more trashed than the green room of Young Thugs. It, I mean, every any everything short of smearing feces on the wall had been done to that poor Central Park green room. That's fun. It was fucking sick. Oh wow. I don't like that. You guys probably don't make a big mess in the green room, do you? No, y'all y'all gonna keep the Bowery Ballroom green room clean? Well I didn't Yeah, what are you guys um You're gonna smoke cigarettes in there? Maybe, yeah. That that we'll probably smoke cigarettes. Do you guys smoke cigs when you're told not to because you're bad boys or you you like to obey the rules? I mean we've done that. We just kinda <laughs> do what we feel, I think. It's not that's why this comment thing has become so fucking difficult because we basically been talking about it coming down and we can't control it and that's like really difficult i mean i think at least for austin i I mean because we've done the smoking when we're not supposed to smoke we've done Mm -hmm. talking shit about red bull at a show that red bull paid for us to play (laughs) 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 we uh, like <laughs> they didn't like that. We don't. I used to. There's, yeah. We don't get any more Red Bull anymore. We don't get not it. a great sense of humor over there. <laughs> actually, I, actually, this is, a, this is a monster family now. <laughs> when we were actually when we were in Tampa like a couple weeks ago, we had Red Bull in our green room tent thing, and it was like you know when we got there, I saw it, and I was like, it's definitely not that one because Red Bull is like not is absolutely not. I I okay. Here's a funny story. So I actually. <laughs> I so I knew the guy when we played this Red Bull show and we got on stage and Andy where was said, this where was this Red Bull show? <laughs> it was great. It was such a good show. Actually, it was also <clears throat> built to spill Sick. in Chicago <clears throat> at the Empty Bottle. It was awesome. It was like oh cool. It was like dream. I was like it, you know I'm a huge built to spill fan and they were same, opening same. for us, so that was a big sure. deal for oh, me because I got to be like oh, oh well, they're playing for. Before us, like, the original BTS. There was a yeah, kind of even that like you know, there was a lot going on, and I was excited about it. We smoked weed with Doug. It was really good. And uh, anyway, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm smoking weed with Doug Marsh. It's like I remember smoking weed and listening to Built to Spill and thinking like, I mean, I don't know. It's not like I got high and then imagined hanging out with him, but it was, you know, it was kind of like, <laughs> it was a wow, life is crazy moment. Yeah, like one I, of those. I was, I was yeah. listening to this guy as a as a teen, and now I'm fucking puffing some sativa with this man. Yeah. All thanks to the good people at Red Bull. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we got up there, and I think Andrew called it like. I mean, he said a lot of bad stuff about Red Bull before we started playing like pretty much, it was like we got up there like while we were tuning he was just like and this shit is poison yeah don't buy it poison. <laughs> it just, just unprompted nobody asked him just to like, say anything you know like Boston dynamic style robots with like backpacks full of Red Bulls <laughs> in the audience and they like turn their heads like <laughs> like the traitors and the Red Bull is poison or whatever and um, yeah, and then we played for like an hour after. Like that was like the way that that was like the tone setting. It was like, oh, it's hard to play in this room that's covered in like blue and silver shit for the next hour. But I guess here we go. And uh, it was like we were playing inside of RoboCop or something. But the uh, it was yeah. So we did that. We burned that bridge. But it was funny because I knew the guy that like whoever was in charge of the impossible task of connecting 
energy drink and like in i mean i guess not impossible but you know like they would they, like i think that like their marketing tends to be more like are you a norwegian boy who likes to make an airplane out of his body and do things that are crazy <laughs> and it's just like uh like that like to me that's sort of like the red bull thing but anyway i knew the guy that was <laughs> in charge of like a and r i guess for red bull and um he used to send me just cases that I would get it at my house. I would get like mm-hmm. a little like Red Bull car would like pull up to my house and like drop off cases of Red Bull and shit. <laughs> and then like as soon as we played that show and then I just I could never again ever since then they just were like none for Sean Yee to never let the Red, the Red Bull car stop showing up. We'll huh? never give him wings again. Yeah, so it worked out in the end because that shit is poison. It's bad for you. <laughs> Nobody drink it. Yeah, of course it's poison. Yeah, of course it's, it's poison. I've only had one sip of Red Bull in my entire life, and I was just like, this is, how do people drink this? How do people Chris, drink this? Chris, come on. It's crazy. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever, whatever happened to good old coffee yeah. seems to work fine for exactly. me. You know what I'm just, saying? Just a nice bean. I just can't. I personally can't wait to open up the, the, the page six on – Chris, the day that you get caught drinking Red Bull, playing fucking Scrabble, <laughs> watching TV, Scrabble. <laughs> I've got I've got Scrabble going with the Sopranos on the projector with yeah. a couple Red Bulls mm-hmm. in front of me. Like I've just like I'm in a hotel room smoking crack. I'll just have to email you after <laughs> and be like, man, I'm like really sorry that this happened. But then I'll get to sign it with the O, you know, the like <laughs> the kiss at the end, and then it'll all be fine. And the podcast will be up and going again. Man, you got a raw deal anyway. Warmest kiss, Parquet <laughs> <Yeah>. Courts. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you know, we speaking of speaking of Red Bull money and burning bridges and uh, independent music. Whenever we have a band on our show, we like to do something called Sync Talk, where uh, you know whoever is is on the show might discuss uh, a musical sync, a, a license for a commercial gone wrong, maybe a, a misstep where you should have done that. You know that Popeyes commercial spot, or just or, or just a ad. big or just a big payday. This or is you just made a shitload of money in a weird, funny way. Like when we had when we had Morbion, he said that he he had a song that was listed and and used in a Target commercial for Australia only for three years running, and he like bought his parents a house off of that and shit. So oh my, you know, God. there's always something. Well, he didn't tell me that. Yeah, this song the other day when I asked him for money. I honestly, <laughs> I have to say that I'm only like I, I am, I'm like standing up now that we've reached this part of the conversation, and there we go. I feel like this is the reason why we're on this podcast is for this point. It kind of feels like that, <laughs> but that that's like a positive story. We had a negative one, you know the 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 hardcore band Gorilla Biscuits. I'm sure uh, you guys are familiar. Yeah. Oh yeah. The we had Walter. Um, from that band and he was saying like they were all like vegan straight edge guys and they got asked to do i think it was like a kfc, KFC. commercial yeah, kfc for two for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a believe. quarter of a million dollars and because you know they have their their straight edge ethos they had to turn it down and they're like god damn it i would have been okay <laughs> wow. with that now yeah they had to turn it down <laughs> <laughs> or, or we had we had we had the uh the singer of eve six was on and they like got asked to do some other commercial and then got offered like $300,000 and it was at their peak of success. And they're like, nah, fuck that. Wow. We don't need that shit. That's selling out. And then he's like, literally 18 months later, we said yes for like a $12,000 sync from the same commercial. Oh yeah. 
Wow. You know, this business can chew you up and spit you out. I don't need to tell you that, Parquet Quartz. Part in a blender, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. Where to <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even know where to begin. So yeah, what are what are your sink? What what's your sink tales? <laughs> it's a pretty. I will say. Um, let me see if I can be diplomatic here. And we need dollar amounts as well. It's really tricky, and I. I mean, have I can't remember. How do I want to say this? I don't know how syncable <laughs> our music is. And mm. that is that is what I tell myself <laughs> as a point of pride because I think in reality we are on a blacklist. And oh, these, oh. we're a shadow band. Yeah, these these <laughs> I mean these offers of like hundreds of thousands, like I I can honestly say I don't remember getting anything near to that and i mean i feel like i would definitely remember and <laughs> yeah yeah i would definitely uh, yeah. remember getting an email that said would you like three hundred thousand dollars yeah <laughs> i'm actually just gonna type the number three hundred thousand into my gmail right now <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a smart that's a smart oh so i will say let me just search real quick so so you guys, so similar to the uncrustable sandwich, you guys are considered unsinkable. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, that, like I said, that's what I tell myself. I think in the more realistic version of this story, we said, we naively said no to something very early on in our career in which we should have said yes. And I think that has put a stain on our... It's a snowball effect. It sent a comet into your Bank of America business checking. There you go. I mean, I don't know. I I would really, I I don't even know how to talk about this honestly because like <laughs> no, that's okay. It's, I mean, it's obviously it's a little bit of an, an awkward personal subject matter. We've all well, made we, I, I mean, I desperately want to do this sort of thing, and like I I've like worked on uh, scores for like a like a no budget film, and like I've, I've like had meetings with people trying to like figure out why how come we don't get this sort of thing and. I think that um, I mean we do some. I'll be honest, we do some, but it's more of like the the lower tier number stuff. Nothing like, like a nothing TV, exciting. like a TV show kind of thing. It's it's like I mean I don't if there is an exciting story to tell in this category. I don't know. Maybe Sean knows. It. Oh yeah, I know. I know which one. You know it. You know the exciting version of this story. Yeah, I know a good one. We were on. Okay. We had one of our songs played for like kind of an impressively long amount of time. On that show, The Blacklist. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. My my dad called me. Yeah, same. Exactly. It's like, I, like you guys are like, on fucking blacklist. Yeah, I told you we were on the blacklist. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't heard from my dad. Your dad. Your dad spit out his his Panera and pointed at the television set. <laughs> I was like, "Hi, Dad. You think I could get an I love you one of these days, or is this just <laughs> we're just gonna stick at you? You finally or... love me now, Dad? And then just like nothing. Three jots for like a minute, and then nothing. Step in the right direction, but we're not there yet. Do you par- do your parents think the band is cool, or they think you guys should get like real jobs? Not for me. Not for me. Not for me. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I would. I mean, yeah. I guess I am finally at the. I've never cared if I if my mom thought I was cool or not, which is I think the coolest part about me. <laughs> Fucking sucks anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom loves me. I don't know if she thinks I'm cool. I told her not to listen to the podcast on account of everything. You know, I actually, weirdly, feel like I just had like a repressed memory come to come to the forefront here where my mom did say i love you but you're not cool to me once maybe 
<laughs> Damn, is your mom cool? Like, what are we? Or Damn, she- your mom is. Uh, your mom is savage mode. She thought I. She accused me of being a witch when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> real talk uh, yeah i'm real from talk. actually well i'm well because she heard you playing she heard you playing guitar so well that the only explanation is that <laughs> you're simply a witch using the dark arts before you learned how to play guitar though right yeah I guess, yeah well yeah it was before that because yeah she had me re-baptized <laughs> i'm dead serious but i mean and they'll just do that that's the craziest part about that process is you don't have to call and make an appointment you don't have to tell them why you just drag your kid down there with a his Bush T-shirt on and not the pre- president, the band, you know, the 16th. And, uh, <laughs> so, of course, of course. And you're just like, we got to do it again. We got to do it again. They're like, all right, right this way, He's sir. He's still fucked up. Definitely a witch. There's no doubt in my mind. We got to dunk him once more. Yeah. But it didn't work. I'm too strong of a witch. <laughs> I'm too you know, the music of Bush prepares you for your life as a witch. Everything's in, and I was like, I, I like got out of the holy water. And I winked at my mom, and I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> only, only a witch would wink like that. You have to wink. It's the only way it works. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of like Michael Jackson at the end of the Thriller video, where mm. he turns back and winks, and you get the freeze frame. You're like, oh, he's still possessed by the devil. You know, it's Thriller season. I mean, I guess. I mean, if you're still listening to Michael Jackson, you a big fan of Michael Jackson? His work? No comment. Yeah, I think we can all agree he's made a couple good tunes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Have you ever heard the Alien Ant Farm cover of <laughs> Criminal? Yeah. I've heard it way too many times. That's way pretty, too many that's times. That's pretty good. That's a that's kind of a classic. <laughs> that one's good. Yeah. Do you think Alien Ant Farm still has to perform that? Did they have to retire that? Oh yeah. You know that's interesting. I think they definitely play. That's probably they the way play. that you guys should spin this section of your podcast. Is like no matter what your story is, good or bad, somewhere out there, Alien Ant Farm has to play a Michael Jackson song <laughs> if they want to make money at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we don't feel comfortable really doing that song anymore can we just yeah. play our, our our regular songs that we wrote and every promoter's like yeah very funny alien yeah, and they're like, oh well you should have took and take that money from that <laughs> truck commercial but you guys just had to be alien ant farm you just had to do it you know we got to get aaf on the pod and you know i'm ask, good get us I'm straight good. from the get us straight I'm, from I'm the, all the ant's I'm, mouth oh yeah i'm I mean, all good i don't i don't want to talk to ants on the, the i don't show. know if, i don't know if alien ant farm is familiar with zoom zoom technology no they've got money though yeah they got money for sure all they, they did was sync. All they did was sync. I think. I think. Luckily, a lot of people in the in the industry listen to this podcast, and and you, you know, kind of putting it out there into the universe. There's somebody out there who's going to throw you guys a nice little sync bone mm-hmm. just in time for the holiday season. Yeah, there'll be a Lexus with a bow on it in 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 the driveway of all all of your band members. I mean, yeah, we should. I mean, I've thought about seriously, like. At downtime, I think it was the guy from Not a Surf who did this. I can't remember for sure, but I think it was the or no Nerf Herder, Nerf mm. Herder, same, same, same difference. Interesting Jesus. name. But that guy, <laughs> interesting name. They did the Buffy the Vampire Slayer theme song. I don't know if you remember that. Really? But, um, oh yeah, Infamy. And the he, the main guy from that band, did a thing that I still think is pretty brilliant. Although I'm not sure that it like did anything for him but he recorded an album of like jingles for like 
hypothetical products, you know, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. So there's like a song that's just like waffle sticks, waffle sticks, yeah, <laughs> like something like that. <laughs> it's really good. It's just like, oh shit, that's a really good idea. That way your work is done. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a waffle sticks company out. So there. he just he puts the bait on the hook. And then he just sits around and waits, waits to get a bite. Yeah, he did the whole, he did a whole album on spec, you know, for, that's smart. Dan, that's actually quite smart, except, you know, you, you're sort of banking on the fact that an invention of waffle sticks that you've created in your own mind will then become, you know, a real thing in real life. Yeah, well, that's, that's how, the, how that's I, mean, I would do it differently because I would be like, gas station. Oh, I really love the gas station. <laughs> gas station. Come on down! Do the, you, gotta, you have to come to the gas station! Like that. <laughs> I'm glad we got a clean take on that. You got a good one. Because now the four of us can split that money. That's the, that's the podcaster's code. Yeah. So that four ways for gas station money, I think the four of us are going to be just fine. I think we're going to have a pretty good fiscal year, Parquet Courts. Can I ask you guys just a really... Well, let me just... Can I quickly just ask you guys one quick question? Just one, one question. Of course. Yeah, you got it. If you guys were... Um, if you guys were stuck in a, if you guys were um, stuck in a, stuck in like a clothes, like a clothes dryer and we were exposed. No, if you guys were stuck in a barn with nothing but a bag of balloons and no one for company after day three, what would you do? Build a person out of the balloons. Fuck it. Hi, that's a, weird, <laughs> next, that's a next very question. weird answer. Jason. Next question. Wait, I have a question. Is there helium involved? Could be. I'm getting, I'm getting zooted then. I'm Don't getting zooted. Me. I didn't know there was. I didn't know there was. I'm doing funny. Involved. I'm doing funny. I'm doing funny voices to myself until I fall asleep. What would you guys do with all those, all those balloons, all that rubber, all that rubber burning a hole in your pocket? No comment. I mean, I'd probably just watch TV. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I look. I've been to a lot of barns, not a ton of TVs, and if you got one, it sure as hell don't got no cable, no Hulu. How are you going to watch your Wu Tang in the barn? On my phone. All right. Yeah. My new my vintage my new vintage MacBook MacBook Air MacBook Air <laughs> MacBook Air. Wow, that Parquet Courts. It has been a pleasure to podcast with you guys. You guys are real fucking pros, and we appreciate. Oh that. shit! I just dropped an AirPod into the sink. Have you guys ever dropped an AirPod into the sink? What do I do now, dude? I put I put my headphones in the washing machine last night. Oh. <laughs> I've done that before. I've I've done that before, and they worked though. They're fine. Do yours work? Yeah, I was wondering because they look cleaner. Like I, maybe I should have been doing this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, they're tough to clean. They're tough. That product is tough to clean. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> Waxy. Uh, yeah, guys, we really appreciate you. New album is out next week, correct? On Rough Trade Legends only. Yeah. I got to say, for for most bands that we've spoken with. I don't know. You guys might be in the number one spot in terms of just being a good podcast guest. No shade to all of our other music. I feel like guys. you're gonna say that. You no, I, I swear to God. You no. know, not no, a lot of people yeah. are down to clown as much as you guys are, and uh, and we really do appreciate. It. And I think our listeners will agree. You and, and you'll you guys are gonna get a lot of followers mm-hmm. on your social media accounts. Do you want to shout out your personal private account so all our listeners can follow you guys? Yeah, I'll go first. Mine is, mine is at Yeatons, Y-E-A-T-O-N-S. I can appreciate that. Okay. Also. I'm trying to get verified like Austin. Okay. Yeatons. Oh. <laughs> okay, listeners, make sure you follow. It's just at Yeatons. Yeah, that's it. 
Okay, follow, go follow at Eaton's. Let's get those numbers up, and we, let's get a blue check yeah. for good old at Eaton's, and he could shit on his other band members who already have a blue check. I got check. a blue check recently, and I tell you what, I was wanted it for so long, and then I woke up one day, mm-hmm. and I had it, and I felt nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get anything for free. It just has a blue check. Now I wish I didn't have it. It feels like it's better not to have one kind no, of. No, give it some time. Give it some time. We ha- I had a similar feeling, and now my life is much better. You just need to oh, give it a little time. <laughs> okay. Well, and what's what's that? What's that old saying? You know, you show show me show me the hottest woman you ever seen in in your life, and I'll show you a, a guy who's tired of fucking her. It's kind of you know, show me a blue check mark. I'll show you a guy who didn't really didn't really get what he was hoping to get. Out yeah, of. something like that. <laughs> Something like that. We're we're still workshopping it. Anyway, I'm Sleepy Brown 409. <laughs> For that's your actual Instagram, Sleepy Brown 409. Yeah, that's me. God damn it, that's a what the fuck. You wanna you wanna if somebody asked me what's the best handle you've heard, I'd be hard pressed to find a better one than that. Well done. Uh, cheers. No shade to Yeetons, also a good one, but. You understand. I get it. No, I think he has the best one, too. Yeah. I think I've actually, like, I see people, because for some reason, you know how, like, there are cars out there that have those vague, like, they're, you know, like a bumper sticker that just says, like, 26.1 or, like, whatever, like, a, mm-hmm. you know, a marathon. Or a marathon, like, yeah, guys. Just be, like, random numbers, exit mm-hmm. zero or whatever. And um, mm-hmm. I see one, there are ones that just have 409, which I'm guessing is... Because there are so many people who left Beaumont. Or what, what, what do you think it is? Also? I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, is, I that just the area, is that the area code of Beaumont? And yeah, it has nothing to do with cleaning my, products. It's my, it's it's my area code, my phone number. 409 till I die. Baby. Oh, right. 409, stand the fuck up. I guess it could up. be the cleaning. I never thought about the cleaning product. But even then, that seems weirder to me than repping a Area. It does. It does. I mean, unless you're a maid or some type of other person, <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't have that uh, that strong of a relationship with the 409 products. I'll ask my maid. Ask your maid. No pressure. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for potting with us. It really was a treat, and I think all all of our listeners are going to get a real big kick out of this one. Mm-hmm. First, they're going to be like, "Holy shit, Parquet Courts is awesome." And then they're going to be like, "There's no way these guys are going to be good at podcasting." And then by the end of the episode, they're like, "Shiver me timbers." These guys are better than people who are professional podcasters. Oh, so well done. Cheers. Thank you. Well, thank you. That's great. Yeah, we tried to start a podcast one time. I mean, we did. We tried to start our I heard own. About, I heard about that. Fucking, I heard about that. It didn't work, go so man. well. <laughs> You're telling me. We do th- we do three of these a week, guys. This ain't a game. It makes writing a, writing a little song or whatever. E- that's for mm-hmm. kids, man. It's easy. Yeah, I come up with songs all the time. <laughs> I came up with one last night. I was just going to tell you. This is the last one. I'll let you go. But mm-hmm. I had... Taking some of this tincture that Austin gave me, mm. weed tincture. And listen, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna wait. Can I just read this out to, loud to you, word for word? You don't have to use it. I just have to do Please. it right now because, or else it might not go away. It goes like this. This is in my notepads, at, in my notepad at 12:08 a.m. It reminds me a lot of the time I bought my first jet. Wowie, what a trip! It being my first time I ever bought a jet before, I guess I just never thought about it. But, like, I remember thinking right after I bought it in this super sleek, very bright white, almost ultralight lavender, partially outdoor, like, pop-up shop right on the dock in Singapore like that. I bought the jet. And I was like, damn, is someone coming to drop this thing off to me, this Harrier jet? 
Am I going to have to give the guy who flew it to me a ride back to where he came from? How far away might that be? And how does how fast does this jet really go? Or do I need to go get it somewhere in like the Indian Ocean? And then that was that. And then I go, this is the highest thing I've ever thought of, in parentheses. <laughs> I go, listen to this, listen to this. I go, I go, so the idea is to read any book wicked, wicked fast by getting a massive chorus of people <laughs> to shout out every word on a page at the same time. <laughs> and like you could, <laughs> you could pin <laughs> you could shit. <laughs> this, you is could, perform- this is performance art. This please is not tell music. me what what is the brand of this tincture and how do I get it? <laughs> it's so good. It's I got great. you, bro. <laughs> is it is this something that you make in your own lab, like like similar to Joaquin Phoenix and the Master? Hey, man. A little bit of formaldehyde, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Man, when you party like I do, you just end up in the right place with the right people. Damn, I thought I I thought I got stoned and wrote shit in my notes app, I clearly have a lot of work to do. I even have a recording. I tried out this idea. <laughs> and it was... Oh, hold on. I just want to wonder if I can play it off my phone really fast. Just cause. You're calling this an idea? Okay. <laughs> it's a great idea. <laughs> I know it's in here. I know it's in here. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I wonder if I... If I play it on my phone... I, I don't know if you'll hear it. Probably yeah, not. put it up next to the mic. We'll hear it. Oh, wait, yeah, did you hear that? I mean, this is what it sounds like. If you do every word on the page of a book at the same time, it goes like this. It's like... Did you hear that? (laughs) Yeah, you just said every word on a page all at one time layered on top of each other. Yeah. This is a big time save because I'm busy. You got the kids and everything. (laughs) Yeah. Think about how fast you could read the Bible or whatever you guys are reading. Or listen to a podcast. I love the Bible. Oh, yeah. The Bible's time. All right, Sean. Sean, Austin, thank you again. This truly was a ride.